we've just been kind of starting these, but I used, used to do like a wee, hello and welcome. Uh, <laughs> aye, I don't know, man. Fuck that. Aye, let's just go. Aye, let's yeah. just go. I'm just going to make sure I am in frame. Everybody's in frame. But anyway, man, that, as we're saying, half mic. Yeah. Strange that we've known each other for a year. <laughs> Spoke to each other, but um, just cause of fucking COVID, man. It's just been... Uh, yeah, it's not been able to happen. Yeah, exactly. So it's a pleasure to meet you finally, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, honestly, like, shit. What are you going to do with it? Year, um, I mean, I've got so many questions and I think like the we've got uh, many a running joke between me and Matt, but one of them is is that we asked the first question and then the rest of them got the, the window. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of them. I would uh, get sidetracked pretty easily. You know, <laughs> I mean, end up in a conversation. But, um, I mean, I know a lot about your recent sort of like the music and stuff like that. I've got BEMS, but you're Jibemi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but have it as BEMS, but because I know you, like, uh, like the only people who, are, who call me BEMS are people that I don't really... I don't really know like that. And I, it would feel weird you calling me Bems. Ah, like, cool, do you know what I mean? Cool, so that's cool. why I'm like, yeah, you can call me Javemi, but everyone else who reads that, yeah, Bems is Just fine. Just in case do you know don't know what you call me. No, well, I mean, I do, but like, this is a general conversation, though, yeah, isn't it? Do you know what yeah, I mean? For so, sure, man. Yeah, so sure, I think... I think, like, um, I, I would be, like, really interested to hear about how you, like, go, go on in music. Like, what was your journey? And, like, you know, how did, how did, you, how did you end up, like... Basically, like the fucking rap boss of Glasgow, you know, like shit. That sounds weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, about producing it for Loki, anything? seriously, like, come on. I mean, I think like even Loki would say that. Uh, is is this is is this bad to say that people have got little interest in listening to white people rap I mean yeah, what well, a fuck man well like, listen Loki if you're hearing <laughs> this bro I'm jump sure. on a track with me please <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody wants to hear Loki I'm joking I'm joking I think like um, for me and it's probably been for like an ignorant place but when I yeah. first heard your music I was literally like pure I can't believe that there's a rapper of this quality yeah. in Scotland yeah. never mind like in the south side of Glasgow, Glasgow yeah. you know what I mean as much as like Steggy G and Loki and, and guys like that you listen to it and it's an art form and they're good at what they're doing oh, 100, it's, just, yeah, it, 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 it's just no for me yeah. you know I've yeah, just never really got into it but I was like fuck man like let like Sean listen to this guy right man this is like fucking legit like yeah, proper yeah. listen to this guy's voice I can you know it's probably one of the first times outside of the you know like Biggie, Tupac, Jay Z, where yeah. you're actually like, I can hear the quality of this guy's rapping here. Hell, Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. I can hear a singing Love voice, mate. Yeah, if I hear somebody yeah. singing, they've got a good voice. voice it's like, yeah. oh, listen to her voice, listen to his voice. But don't think I've ever listened to a local rapper and been like, listen to that voice, man. Yeah, no, and you I can hear it in your speaking that, voice as well. But yeah. <laughs> how did you how did you get going? Like, um, right, there? so. Do you want, you want me to start from the very beginning? Let's go like, for it, man. Let's um, do it. So, like, I've always kind of done, I always loved music. Like, music is something that's very, right. very big in my culture, in my family, and everything like that. And it used to be me and my and my older brother. We always used to just kind of, like, make, like, shitty raps and all that. You know what right. I mean? Like, like, it was nothing special, you know? But um, growing up, I actually wanted her to be a, an English teacher. Like, like that was actually, right. as a young child, that was what, I wanted to be like my dad wanted me to be like a doctor and all them things there. Do you know what I mean? It's like a typical African parent, you know, you're gonna be a lawyer, you're gonna be this. And I'm like, yeah, dead that. I don't even like blood. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, and yeah. fuck the police, isn't it? <laughs> you know I mean? like, so um, but it wasn't until I moved to Stranra. And um, you know, I'm just in Stranra and it just started off as a bit of fun. Like I remember 
um, a guy, what's called Kieran Rankin, if you're listening to this, big him up, innit? But he he was the first person that I knew that had a MacBook Pro. Do you know what I mean? Like, like he had a MacBook. Like, bro, I'm talking, we're like 14, 15 and right. that, and this guy's got a MacBook. And I'm like, rah. And then um, this song came out. What was it called? True Me, A Laws on Dance. And um, is it Kanye? Yeah, Kanye West had done a rap remix to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're like, they're like, right, go for it. Do you know what I mean? So we went around to his house one day and he, like, no mic, no nothing. Like, we didn't have a clue about it. And we recorded, um, like, a remix over that beat. And it's it's still on it's still on YouTube right now, and I'm trying my hardest to get to it off. <laughs> it's terrible. It is like it's so terrible, man. But um, but off the back of that, it was just like you know, I put it out, and, and again, it was for banter. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's one thing I I would like to state is like when I first started music, it was always just fun. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it wasn't anything that I kind of thought and thought yeah, you know what, I'm going to be a rapper. Do you know what I mean? That was just like, yo, I can I can write lyrics. Let's just go for it, innit? Do you yeah. know what I mean? And um, so we've done a few tracks and that. And yeah, bro, like I said, they're fucking terrible. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and bro, I'm in Shunra. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, interesting to hear, <laughs> it's interesting to hear a black man say that it took him to get to Shunra. Yeah, bro, literally, like start literally, innit? And you I'm know, like, fuck it. Shunra, like the hip-hop hub of like, <laughs> Europe or something? Like, 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 what's bro, this going is on? what's going to be oh, so funny. <laughs> one day I'll make it big and they're going to be like, where did you start? And I'm like... Strand yeah. Boogie, do you know ah. what I mean? Like, but um, <laughs> but off the back of that, I met this other guy called D, and um, he was from Newton Stewart, and but he had like a proper like um like a proper setup, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like his mum and dad had turned a shed out the back door to like a studio for him, do you know what I mean? Nice. So I used to bro traveling from Stranraer to Newton Stewart was good just to make music and stuff like that, and um, that was good for a while, and then you know shit went left between me and me and him or whatever. But anyways, that w- that went on for like, like four years. And then I moved up to air and I met a lot of people and bro, even my closest friends would tell you, I couldn't rap in front of people. Do you know what I mean? Like, like really? Bro, I shit you not. Like we would be in house parties it's and the there would be like, what's called rap to us. And bro, I'd have to put a blanket over my head. Like no word of a yeah, lie. Like bro, right. I'd put it over and then I'll just go. And then, but see, as soon as the blanket came up, they're like, I'm like, no, 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 I'm not trying to do that. But um, but yeah, in air was when it kind of, I kind of realized that, oh shit, maybe I am actually good at this. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, 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 but then even at that point in time, like I was still just rapping about like dumb shit. Like, you know, look at me, you know, I've got all this money, I'm fucking all these bitches. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like just stupid <laughs> shit. Uh, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And then- um, Do you feel like that, that hip hop has- so many historical bad examples of that stuff, though, eh? Because mm-hmm. then if you look at the origins of it and, like, where it began, it was almost like this point in the sort of mid-2000s where it lost its roots, yeah. eh? Where it was just all about, like, money. Money, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's basically um, flexing, isn't it? Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah. like, look at me. I've got the nicest car, the nicest this, the nicest that. And by all means, you know, like, obviously, back then, I didn't really clock it. Do you know what I mean? But now, when I'm older in my older head I'm like yo if you want to rap about that rap about it but you have to be living it does that make sense yeah, like, yeah. So, many, so many people that we see now that, that have like the private jet and it's like a set it's stupid it just doesn't make sense and see now when I'm like on YouTube and I see like sort of young rappers and they're doing that I'm kind of like oh man I, I don't know I feel like like 
kids, no, or like younger generations of people, yeah. they would rather that you were like, I don't have any of this, and I'm doing my art. Here's yeah. here's my actual story. Like you don't need to hire the clothes or the, the you know like wrapping money and like yeah. paper and like with one yeah, thing yeah, with a note yeah, and being yeah. like, look what I've got. I think people are actually like craving genuineness for yeah, like music and but shit. But the now, problem you know with I mean? that is though is when you look at the charts. None of that. Yeah, that makes sense. Does that make sense? Aye, it's like, like mm-hmm. bro, there's a guy who literally went Gucci gang, 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 and me number one. Like, so, yeah, so bro, as an artist, yeah, you've got to do a bit of that. This like, is what I'm yeah, saying, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, for sure, man. But for um, sure. so obviously in air, like, I was still doing that, and then I remember I was at college because I was doing sound production at college. Right. Worst course of my life, I'm gonna just put that out there, like, because it was nothing that I thought it was gonna be like. Do you know what I mean? Right. Especially being in air, and you know, you're a rapper, and everyone in your course all are in a band. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're just right. like, oh, Wendy boys. Yeah, you're like, bro, I did not mm. come to college to learn how to set up shit for a band. Do you know what I mean? Like, but anyways, that was cool. But one blessing came out of the college. So there was a lecturer called Ricky, and I remember standing out one day, and he's like, bro, there's this guy in the because I was an NC, and he was like, there's this guy in HNC you need to meet. Axel, and I'm like, okay. Axel? No, Axel, Axel, yeah, his his name's Sam Barker, but his his music production name's Axel. And I was like, all right, cool. And then he brought to me this like white specky guy, right? Like, bro, (laughs) like again, like no offense to like white specky people, do you know what I mean? But like, I'm looking at him and I'm like, what can this guy do Uh, for me? Like, 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 bro, like Mm. what? And bro, that day changed my music. Because till this day, I still work with Axel. And oh, that was really, like man? 10 years ago. Amazing. Do you know what I mean? Like, bro, so, like, it's mad. It's absolutely crazy. But Axel, like, he just started making all my beats and stuff like that. And see, when you when you bring someone else on board, you start taking it just that little bit more seriously. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Axel, he had a he had a, a full setup as well. You know what I mean? He converted his loft and, like, his bedroom into, like, a full studio. Like, bro, hold on. Sorry, man. That's all right, man. Off. Like, bro, I mean, like, this studio was, was just was nice. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even till this day, I've been in a lot of studio and if I had an opportunity to still go back and record in his studio, would I definitely that. would. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Man, like, yeah. it was just sick. Do you know what I mean? And then off the back of that, like, we made um, an EP, not a mixtape, sorry, called Black Kid White City. So he produced all the track on that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and then, but before that, actually, I'm going to take it back. I was playing a show and I remember this, I was coming back from my ex-girlfriend's house, right? And I'm like, I've got my music in my ear. Cause I don't listen to my music unless I'm preparing for a show. And I'm on a bus and you know, times was tough at this point. Like bro, like literally I was like eating spaghetti, herbs and noodles for breakfast and all that shit like that. Like, I was skint, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to my music on this bus, yeah. And I'm talking about mm, big beamers, big money. And then bro, it just, the penny dropped and I'm like, Yo, people know me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm sitting here talking about like people having these cars before, and all that, I... and people are seeing me on a fucking bus. Do you know what I mean? I was, and from then I was like, dead all that, dead all that. From now on, it's gonna be me actually talking about shit that I've lived. That must have took some set of balls, but man, because oh, like yeah. you're saying, like you look at the charts, you look at examples. Exactly, like, bro. Who, who's what they're talking about poverty? And, and this is what like, I'm saying. But make, then for me, money, you know? it's one thing. Like, I'm quite happy that I learned at an early stage in yeah. air. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I'm so happy about that. Because then I made, um, like I say, Black Kid, White City. And the reason that was called that was like, it was a playoff word on Kendrick Lamar. What's called Good Kid? What's Bad City? Yeah, right. But 
I was staying in a place called White City at the time and I was the only <laughs> black person there. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you were watching there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White, white City. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so that tape dropped and um, I remember we done um, like uh, a wee show before it. Like it was just me and my boys. Like we was repping RTW at this point and um, we put on a show and yeah, it was just mad. Like, the amount of love that I got for it was just crazy. It was one of them that we had like over a hundred people try to cram into the small room. And I was like, fucking hell, man. Like, yo, people actually like my music. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like I was like, okay. And, and and it was one of them ones where a lot of them were friends, innit? Like, like I'm gonna keep it buck. You know what I mean? A lot of them were like my friends who have to support. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there was just people who just came off the hype of that. But anyways, we done that. And then that kind of got the ball rolling in air. But again, air isn't Glasgow. And at that point in time, I never thought, I thought Glasgow was where you had to be if you wanted to be a musician. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, a lot of things happened in that time period. And um, my music, again, my music got better, but my life experiences got worse. Does that make sense? So like, yeah. I started seeing a lot of crazy shit which I could then relay back into my music, which made my music slap. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. just mad. But then, um, did you ever go like sort of seeking so crazy shit, thinking like, well, it's all right that I do this crazy, like justifying because, it because well, I can fucking. It's meaning that my music's good. And, nah, you know, but that's no. the thing, though. It wasn't a case of the music. It was the case of like my life situation. Like, like, like it's like when you end up being put in a position where you've got no. Well, you think you've got no other option than to do X, Y, Z, you just do it. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. you end up tying it back to your music because my music became therapy to me. Do you know what I mean? It became something yeah. that, that I could write how, yeah, how I felt without writing a diary, basically. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like, so, um, yeah, so that slapped. And then I remember trying to get into Glasgow. So I tried to break Glasgow for, for ages. Like, I reached out to all the guys who were like, big in Glasgow and bro they all aired me like like it was horrible do you know what I mean oh, like, like bro like, I'm, I mean and I'm sending out demos like like I'm like bro jump on this and they're like mm, yeah 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 yeah. I'll jump on it mm -hmm. and then um, like six months later I'm like yo you, and they're like you know, yeah yeah nah so I was like, all right, cool, say nothing. I'm a petty guy. Like, like I'm, I'm going to put that I'm gonna put that out there. I am oh, fucking petty. Bro, I am I am petty. And when people aired me, what that made me think to myself was I'm gonna work hard to be in a position where these guys now ask me. Yep. And I'm and bro, and the only reason I want them to ask me so I can say no. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. That's how petty I am, do you know what I mean? I can respect that. Man. <laughs> uh, it's a level of pain. It yeah, deserves a bit of respect. Bro, literally, fair. like, like, I'm, I'll be honest, isn't it? And the only guy who actually gave me an opportunity was Pac. And at this point in time, Pac was actually kind of like a big deal in Glasgow. So that meant a lot to me. I was like, yo, like, this guy, like, like, bearing in mind, like, Pac's younger than me. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm reaching out to a man who's younger than me, like, yeah, yo, bro, let's work. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. bro, literally, he jumped on a track and we done Savages and then that, that banged. And that kind of got my name somewhat, you know, just there. So now I knew people in Glasgow already kind of know who I am, but that was it. Mm -hmm. And then um, again, shit happened, um, took two years off. Like I literally just had to go, well, I won't say I had to go find myself. I just ended up doing dumb shit. Do you know what I mean? Like I ended up like 
drinking and doing everything else in between yeah. and, and grafting and all that shit like that. And it meant that I took like two years off music. Like, bro, like I was still bumping the same shit over and over again. And people were like, yo, Bems, when you're coming back? And I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and I just left it. What was that? What was that for? Was there a reason that you well, kind of like distanced yourself from the music? Well, it was because like I was doing stupid shit. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like I'm out here like, you know, like, fuck it, I was selling drugs and shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, and I was just like, I ain't got time for that. Like, I'm, I'm selling weed, I'm making money. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm thinking I'm big boy now. Do you know what I mean? Like, see, especially when you come from like poverty and you ain't got no money. So when you start getting Aye. money, it's so easy to get yeah. lost in it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, fuck mm. everything, bro. I'm like, fuck, yeah, music's just there, innit? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it's cool. You know, what's good? That went well. What's good for a bit? And thank God I managed to get out. Like, and I got out well. But um, during that time period, I moved up to Glasgow for the first time. So like, when I came to Glasgow, um, I was hanging about people doing music, but like, I wasn't trying to do music. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, I was just like coming out, I was drinking, like, you know, getting on it, like on it, on it, like mad. And there was a woman or a person, sorry, called Sarah Wild. I don't know if you've heard yeah, of her. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of Sarah before. Yes, but Sarah was the first person to like kind of sit me down and look at me and was like, "You've got talent. Mm-hmm. Stop being a fucking idiot." But I'm yes. like, "Who the fuck are you? Do you know what I mean?" Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, "I'm like, who are you? Like, move, man." Do you know what I'm saying? And then like, Aye. and it burnt a bridge. It was kind of between us. Do you know what I mean? Because like she could, well, sorry, Sarah could see something in me. That I couldn't see myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. But, but what's called like that was to do with all the other stuff that I, I was going through, like my mental health being all over the sh- all over the place and mm-hmm. just everything in it. But then um, I ended up moving back to Air because like I had to get away from Glasgow because I wasn't doing anything in Glasgow yeah. apart yeah. from like drinking and getting on it. Yeah, like, I mean? being a boy. Yeah. So I moved back to Air for like six months, but during that time period, I obviously met like my ex and um we kind of spoke about me coming back up but i was like if i'm coming back up to glasgow i need to do this right like i'm like i just have to do it right do you know what i mean and then i came up and was hell for a bit i didn't really mingle with anybody like because i realized you know it was when i was mingling with people that's when i was like fucking it do you know what i'm saying yeah so i was just like you know what head down so again this has been two years i've not released any music in two years do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and Again, I bumped into Pack at a train station after my work and it was just random as hell. Like, it was so random. And he's like, I'm going to studio. And I'm like, well, bro, I need to go home and walk my dog, but I'll come see you after. And I fully believe he thinks I was talking shit. You know, like, you know when you see someone, you ask them to do something, uh, they're like, oh, yeah, no, I'll just oh, look up okay, the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's do And I was like, no, bro. But luckily, like, like I said, I went home, walked my dog and I phoned him and I went into the studio. And that was the start of my musical journey in Glasgow mm-hmm. because when I went into the studio, I met like all the guys at Fusion, like big love to them guys because like them guys kept me grounded, you know, like I was, I was like spitting to them and they were like, yo, Bems, like shit, like, like you are sick. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm like, shit, thanks. Do you know what I mean? But um, during this time period, again, like I said, I, have, I wasn't even getting ready to release anything. I wasn't even like, I've been writing and stuff, but I wasn't no, I- releasing. And then, lockdown happened and then but this is the thing lockdown to me was good was a blessing do you know what i mean like because i now had all this time all this energy and then um i just started going studio recording in one of my boys house and we recorded six tracks right and that was 
saint of lost causes. So, so that was the... Man. And it's a cracking tune as well. Well, but well, you see the thing, yeah. So see the saint of lost causes. It was like, um, like the whole concept of behind it was basically mad. It was like, you know, so obviously like you said, what's good? My middle name is Jude. Mm-hmm. And St. Jude is the patron saint of lost causes. Right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and obviously in those two years, I felt like... Yeah, I lost cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, bro. Like, I was a lost cause. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. And then um, and then the first track we kind of, what's called recorded was Bando to Studio. And that's like an Axel thing. And and it's so funny because that track, it still gets me in trouble today. Like, I remember I was doing a thing, what's called with BBC. And um, I had to perform Bando to Studio. And I had to convince these people that I wasn't still a drug dealer. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, like yeah. I had to be like... Bro, that's literally what the song is about. The song is talking about going from the trap life to the music life. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, but again, I I didn't expect that tape to um, do bits. Like, like I'm gonna keep it 100. percent But um, the thing that was blessed about that, like Paul, like you know, like during that time period, I found out I was gonna be a dad as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. And then um, you know, with the help of that and the help of again, if you don't mind me saying, the man sitting right there. I was able to kind of just, you know, like try channel my 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 emotions and stuff towards something that was important. Yes. You know what I mean? And that was music. And I thought to myself, like, yo, every money I spend on music, I'm taking money away from my daughter's mouth. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I've got to make sure that I do this hard. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm. And then um, a few fuck ups happened in the process of that, and it led to me meeting one of my mentors, Kwame, and he helped me and. Yeah, and long story cut short, like, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, like, 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 literally, like, I put out the tape and, yeah, everything. Been it just kind of I mean, that's just something that, like, yeah. I, you know, I, the, the sort of general sense of your story is something that I'm just never going to tire hearing it because lockdown has been such a, like challenge for all is, yeah. but we have the privilege of talking to people every week who are actually like it drove me, it yeah. made me better, it forced me to confront myself and actually like build something and explore my creativity and actually yeah. come out the other side of it and like all power to you, man, because that's you know that's fucking hard. Oh you know yeah, one hundred percent. But like for me again, it's like it's like another thing that I try like at that point in time, it's like I started thinking to myself how to work smarter and not harder. Does yes. that make sense? Like, and it was like. I've done the hard work basically now. How am I going to be smart about it? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And and I said this to a lot of the boys. I'm like, bro, there's never going to be an opportunity yeah, that you're getting paid yeah, to to chase your dreams. Like, 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 do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, that's the truth. It's the truth, like, yeah. yeah. What's good? Because I've always said this, like, mm-hmm. growing up, I'm like, poor people don't have the privileges to dream. Well, this that is something sense, that like, I was actually, like, really caught my ear and I didn't want to interrupt the story to go off on a tangent because yeah. that's like one of my failings in a podcast <laughs> we end up on a tangent and then we miss out on the story like the story is incredible like the first the first bit that really caught my ear was you were like he was the first dude with a MacBook yeah and you're like technology has enabled like a lot of people engage in like making music like you can make a professional sound and music track with a laptop, laptop you couldn't yeah. do that 20 yeah. years ago you yeah, just couldn't yeah, you yeah. had to pay big money to go to a big recording studio but even still like working class kids how many working class kids have got a fucking macbook at their disposal yeah. you were lucky yeah, to meet somebody that, that just yeah, happened that to have a macbook man. <laughs> and then you met somebody else that their parents could afford to renovate the loft in yeah. their studio and it's almost like if you didn't meet these people 
And how many other kids are out there that are like potential superstars 100%. in the making, but just don't have the access to a exactly. fucking laptop to make And that's the biggest fucking problem, like what I'm saying, isn't it? It's like people who come from, you know, deprived backgrounds or like, like you know, like poor areas or whatever, you don't have the privilege to dream. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because when you start dreaming, you realise you've got a sacrifice a shit fucking load, bro. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And, it's, and if you don't sacrifice it, your parents have to sacrifice it. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's called, like, you hear, like, footballers talking about how their mum had to drive them, like, six hours a day just Aye. to go training. Does that mm. make sense? Like, like, like and it's it, it, it's mental. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And, but, like, like, I tried to put this knowledge onto, like, a couple of the boys, innit? I was like, yo, listen, it's lockdown. The people we're trying to impress yeah, them motherfuckers aren't doing nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, like they're sitting in the house. Yeah. Like, let's just get the music to them. And they're like, nah. So I was like, cool. Cool. That's fine. Do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just went on and I'd done what I had to do. Exactly. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it worked. And because it worked now, it's like, it's why I can sit in, in a space like this and someone will say that I'm like the... The, the rapper of Glasgow or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Which to me is still weird. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm like, shit, like I ain't really do nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I just rhymed on, rhymed on a beat. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it's led up from that. It's led to now people generally like looking at me as like, you know, as someone who's kind of like got the ball rolling. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's off the back of, again, not trying to blow my own trumpet and stuff, but like, I would never see anybody without so like all the boys know they can phone me and be like yo bems like i need help with this this and this and i'm like yo let's go do you know what i mean because for me it's like being able to i'm not the scene like and plus i'm not from glasgow like Mm -hmm. like i I like to say that clear do you know what i mean so like being an outsider and being able to like watch the scene from an outside perspective and like what i'm saying like being able to shout people from back in the day and then man's air me it's like all these things teach me what not to be does that make sense Aye. it's like because mm. I know what that feeling was like when I was reaching out to someone yeah, and yeah. they just aired me sure, in it, do you know what I mean so yeah. like now I'm like yeah cool I'm like, I'm like there's anything I can do to help you hit me up and if Aye. I can't help you I'll try my hardest to put you onto someone who yeah, can man. do you know so what I'm saying forward <coughs> well, bro, 100% because like I say now Kwame for example Kwame had no like so Kobe in the army was like a it was like an idol to me. Does that make sense? Yeah. See when see when you talk about the rap scene in Scotland and shit like that. Like when I was you know younger, like you say, it was all your stick G's and your Mad Hat McGaws and all them things. There, I did not see a black face in the in a Scottish hip hop or rap scene. Does that mm. make sense? Like, yeah. And then there's this guy called Kobe in the army who's like fucking killing it. Do you know what I mean? Like fucking doing bits. Like, and I was just like, yo, but um. And I remember DMing him because, like, I supported him in his two thousand in November two thousand eighteen in stereo, and that was a big thing for me because I was like, imagine being able to like go on stage with someone that you looked up to, kind of thing. Yeah, for sure, man. And I was like, fucking hell! And bro, like, see, after I finished the performance, I went into the crowd and I'm standing there and I'm watching this guy and he's coming out with like a band, bro. Like, I mean, a fucking band, like keyboards, trumpets, and all that. And I'm like what the fuck is this? Do you know what I mean? And then they start playing because he's a rapper. Do you know what I mean? Like all the other rappers that I've seen just turn, turn up with like yeah, a mic yeah, and a DJ. Do you know what I sure, mean? And this guy's got a full band and I'm like, yo, I'm like, so I was gassed and I followed them on Insta, obviously. And he didn't even follow me back. Do you know what I mean? Like, but, but, 
<laughs> but I was like, we got into a, we got into a, a position where it was like, when we was recording an EP, um, there was a song that was on it, Goldie, which ended up dropping separately. But there was like miscommunication with Goldie and it meant that Goldie had to get taken off the EP. And um, there was a, I went to this producer's house and he was like, it's so funny, he was playing me music from his folder that they wasn't going to do anything with. Do you know what I mean? Right. And we're just going through it. And then I hear this guy called Patrick RPZ and he's like, hello, that's what I'm doing. And I'm like, what is that? I was like, what So that the was fuck? just an accident? Accident, bro. Right. Accident. It wasn't even planned. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, what the fuck is that? Wow. And then the guy was like, what? And I'm like, play that back. And then they went back in, went to the session file and played it. And I was like, oh my God, that is a fucking banger. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm taking that beat. And he's like, cool, cool, whatever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, see Patrick, I only met, like the guy who is on the hook, I didn't even know him. I'd never even met him before. Do you know what I mean? But me and him are working on a song and he he didn't even know that I took the song. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. But um, yeah. And, and stuff like that actually happens more than what people actually think. Oh like, yeah, 100%. People just like, be like, oh, they must have been in the studio like, <laughs> yeah. doing this, doing that. And it turns out that somebody recorded like five years ago yeah, and then it ended bro. up a track. But see the first time that I listened to any of your music, I remember specifically listening to Goldie on Apple Music and just saying to my missus, look, all like you can you can listen to, and I know I complimented your voices. Like, there's yeah. so many people that are good singers, good tech technically at mm-hmm. stuff. See when you listen to music, see if they don't have a hook, it's fucking pointless, man. Yeah, and see yeah, the amount yeah, of yeah. bands, local and, and music acts that you listen to stuff, and you're just like, they're really good, but there's just no hook. And that's like the gold dust. That's yeah, yeah, like yeah. people can not be good at singing. And but have a good hook and hook, make yeah, it. And it's catchy, but without yeah. that hook, you're not yeah. really. And and when I heard Goldie, I was like, "Pure, that's yeah. got a hook. That's just <laughs> got a proper hook. <laughs> like, no, even just like that's a decent hook. This is a proper hook. Like pure. This well, is that's so well, good. You know. See when we talk about that, the only way Goldie wouldn't have happened again, like like Goldie's uh, the way that came about was just crazy as well. So like I used to work in cruise, and there was this girl called Beth, and um, she came to. She used to work in flannels in Silverburn, but she came to work in our store in Glasgow. And um, she was cool, like, so I love Stone Island and that, right? And then this girl comes in head to toe in Stoney. I'm like, yeah, legend, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And then um, I followed her on Insta and it turned out that we had a mutual friend, which was Panache, who made the beat for Goldie. And I was like, fucking hell, small world. Do you know what I mean? Like, blah, 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 cool, that was fine. But then she was starting a clothing brand called Goldie. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So we were talking and then we were like, well, if you're going to do a clothing brand, why don't me, you and Panache meet up and we'll make a track for your clothing brand or to launch it with. Do you know what I mean? And I remember going out to Pirates and we're sitting there and Panache had two tracks out. And one of them was the one that I actually thought we were going to use. And then he was like, yo, Bems, hear this one, innit? And it's like, dun, dun, dun. And I'm like, Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then I'm trying to think about how I'm going to put Goldie into a track. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, catch me rolling with a bad B. Yeah, my thing come through looking all Goldie, huh? And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then we got that down and bro, that was it. Literally, like, bro, it took us like two sessions yeah. and we got it done. Yeah, and, and that's like the pure, all the good stuff. Yeah, just bro. And for me, and it's, all, and it's all crazy because like, 
when I make songs, I don't make songs and expect them to be hits. Does that make sense? Like, like I just make music because I, I like music. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, man. And bro, see when Goldie dropped, yeah, everybody was like, shit, okay, okay. We that's a serious, yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Serious, we man. need to take this Damn. guy a bit more seriously than mm. what we were. So do you think that the rejection that you got, because as much as you were like, I'm petty, right? Mm. Might be true, you know, but... It seems like that initial rejection that you got for people when you're sending out your demos and stuff has kind of like fueled the fire. Oh, yeah. You know? 100. So are you like thankful for that? You know, like, Bro. just be like, fucking, I needed that rejection. Because it's like part of my own personal experience of being in music was that when I was super young, we did something that was like almost like you look back at it, it's like good for your age. Mm -hmm. So people were like, this is great. But it wasn't, he? it was just good because I was 17. A yeah, 17 year old yeah, yeah. guy going, Do you want to hear my song? People being like, What, well, that's you? It's you, yeah. But I think that, you know, there might have been something to people being like, It's not quite good enough. You know, you need to keep pushing, keep pushing. Whereas yeah. you've got that sort of like nothing back for people and it's been like, Well, fuck them, I'm going to do this. <laughs> Bro, you know? Literally. Like, like, and I speak to one of my friends, Antonio, and we actually talk quite a lot. And it's like, he was one of like my childhood friends. Like he's one of like the oldest friends that I've ever got. And we actually sit back and laugh about things because we're like, see all this shit that we went through is like, would you change it? Probably not. Do you know what I mean? Like, because like, again, don't get me wrong. Like shit, I would love to have been born into a rich family and all that shit like that. But like, see for the person that I am now, I'm so thankful for all the madness that happened because it's what's influenced me to be the man that I am right now. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like the man sitting here talking to you. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Man. Like like and it's and it's crazy because obviously some of the shit is just fucking it's just nuts, isn't it? Do mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But like at the same time it's like, yeah, like being all rejected, for example, I was like, Yeah, cool. Fuck you, let's go. Do you know what I mean? Like finding out I was gonna be a dad, I was like, let's go. Do you know what I mean? Like right. and it's like it's that fight or flight thing, isn't it? And mm -hmm. I'm the type of person who I'm a, I will fight. <laughs> like, 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 like it's as simple yeah, as that. In your music as well. I, think, like, I can't remember the name of the track, but I listened to one and there was the, it, it was just like the personification of that attitude about like, just, just fucking date, man. Yeah, like, well, I think I, it's reflected in your work. Well, it came out, so I'd, what's called, there's a song called Quarantine Freestyle. And um, that track was personal to me because, because, um, like I said, I've came to Glasgow and Glasgow is supposed to be this place where you know, your music is supposed to thrive where, you know, and and again, see see the disappointment of looking, being in air and string around, being like, I have to get to Glasgow and then making it to Glasgow and being like, what? Aye. That's, that's one of the points I'd like to pick up on for when you were talking about your story is like the scene and, and sort of gigging live and like, like Paul, I don't, I, you know, we went to club gigs all through our teens, our 20s, Probably into our thirties, and you know, yeah, probably, they, probably they too long. I probably too long. <laughs> we were sitting at the back of like you know Sleazy's basement with like jars of piss water and watching bands like Pure. <laughs> you know I mean, but like the R and B, like rap, very sort of specialized, very sort of niche sort of thing in Glasgow, where either Lokis and the Stegs and that were putting on like specific nights and yeah. like big venues. I think. Did I see just prior to lockdown, it was St. Luke's, I think you were booked in for? Yeah, no, no, um, I was called, um, i done a thing for um, Resonant. Yeah, I, there, yeah. So, I mean, for a shed in Stranra to somewhere like St. Luke's, like, what's been your experience of being out and actually like, gigging in Scotland? Because oh, it oh, doesn't oh, sound like, as you say, air in these places don't sound to me traditional hotspots for, like, this type of scene. Yeah, but then this is what's crazy, though. Like, like... 
people in air are fucking crazy. <laughs> like, like, I'm gonna just keep it 100%. Like, 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 we turned up to a gig in, um, what was it? Was it King Tots? Yeah, I think it was Tots. And we rolled in like 40 man deep. Do you know what I mean? Like, and yeah, people from air. Like, see, when it comes to, you mm-hmm. know, like, getting behind that. Getting and behind, oh my yeah. God, bro. Like, like, this is what, like, it's why I back air. It's why I will always say I'm from air because, like, them guys, like, bro, bringing 40 people from air on a train to come listen to me perform is just mad. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And, like, the thing is, it's not I mean, even going like from a shed. Yeah, like, I mean, it's not even going from a shed or to be in this. I went from a guy who couldn't rap in front of people. We had fucking shit over your head. Over head. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, bro, to headlining can touch. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I'm saying. Like, like, like people. Sometimes people look at me and they may think that I'm arrogant. Well, really, I'm not. I'm like, is this shit fucking happening? Like, is this even <laughs> real? Like, 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 and the gigs in air weren't obviously as great as they could be, just because it's air. But see, when you took them out of air and put them in a space in Glasgow, oh my fucking god, man. Aye. yeah, it was, it was mad. Yeah, it I think was, when you do something mad. like touch, like I, I remember, like my first touch gig and I remember like that sort of way where you'd be like do you want to come see my band on Friday and they'd mm. be like ah, ah where are you playing you'd be like playing in touch and they'd be like oh man I'll be yeah, there yeah, we'll go, you yeah. kidding like ah you fucking right yeah, it's almost go. like either like well you must be legit if you're in King Touch so yeah, but bro. I think people like for like places like Air if they can see that somebody f- f- where they are is going to come to Glasgow and, and show the Glasgow guys how it's done they're yeah. like yes let's go you know bro, let's and that's do the it. thing we even smashed it in Cat House <laughs> Do you know what I'm oh saying? really? Like, not <laughs> bro, a venue I'd have expected bro, to have been having rap gigs. Exactly, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I'll be playing a cat house ever. Aye. But Astro Boys, um, they were supporting Entar Shikari. Right. Yeah. And oh, wow. yeah, so they were supporting Entar Shikari in the Barrowlands, but the night before they had a gig in the cat in house. The cat, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes you know Big Dems on the support and that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like. So what, yeah, who, like, who's Astro Boys? Uh, Astro Boys, they were a fucking, like, punk, grime rap band from Wales. Right, Do you know what I mean? right, like, right, right. Bro, they're sick. Do sort of I mean? hybrid, like, yeah, punk yeah, yeah, bro, like, like gallows type thing. Bro, it was just mad, like, I'm like, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? Like, the cat house, like, everything I've heard about the cat is just filled with goths and that. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but then, like... Because again, like I said, I didn't know the cat house. I didn't Aye. know Blasgo. I'm from air. Do you know what I mean? But I'm like, trips, are we going? And they're like, yeah, we're going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And we just turned up and just smashed it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, they were like, right, thank you very much. You See you later. Out. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. But off the back of that, it ended up with me hanging about with Enter Shikari because because the Ashford boys then invited, invited us, oh, invited really? me back Super to the up, show right. at the Barrowlands and then um, got us like backstage and all that. And then Enter Shikari... Well, Rue or whatever his name is was doing a DJ set at the cat house that night right. so we ended up going back there and just chilling backstage with them and I'm like oh my god like, this super is mad. Man. Yeah, that's yeah. like the experience here that the scene you've got is just overwhelmingly positive man which is good because oh, as I say it's, it's tough out there you know what I mean so to have the, such positivity yeah, but here's the thing, though. awesome you only see the positive side does that make sense like, like, like I say that to everybody everybody thinks that you know like like I just clicked my finger and I got here. Do you know what I'm saying? Like nobody sees the sleepless nights, like the um, the literally like cracking my brain because I can't finish a track. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like when depression hits and I'm just like fuck this, 
I'm out. Yeah. I'm not doing nobody sees that. Does that make no, sense? It's like don't. like and again, and it's because like it wasn't until recently that I actually started being able to be open about, you know, okay, this isn't this isn't all Sunshine Beautiful. and roses, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's only been recently, you know what I mean? I've I mean, been we, able to we, generally. We, we had a guy on the podcast that went out. Um, I don't when with this, so this will be a couple of weeks back. Uh, and I think like we were talking about relating to similar experiences about when like your creative thing that's like basically everything that you live for and is like this is my passion in life almost like sort of turns against you mm -hmm. and it's it's always in these depressed moments. You're almost like I can't even look at it like yep. and. I think what I'm hearing is is that you've sort of like forced yourself through the moments to actually be like, I need, need to, to do, do this, like yep. I need to do this. And that is the graft, you know? Yeah, you, it literally is where it's at. It's like just being able to just be like, by any means necessary, man. Mm -hmm. By any means necessary. Do you ever get, I mean, necessary. I know that we're looking to like shit on people around, but do you ever get any sort of scepticism in the gigging scene, promoters or whatever, like what you're doing here, like that type of shit? Well, like when you turn up to Tuts or anything and they're like, what? Yeah, well, I mean, I remember I turned up to a gig and um, I was the headline act, but Dope Sick Fly was the support. Okay. And I forget the other band. Oh my God, I feel so bad. Nah, fuck them, they were shite. <laughs> <laughs> I forget their name, but like that gig there, I didn't even need the promoter or to look at me to make me feel weird. I felt weird. I'm like, how the fuck you got a rapper headlining this shit and there's fucking bands, bro? Like, I'm mm. like, how the fuck does that make sense? <laughs> Do you know ah, what yeah. I mean? Like, like, and see those say, like, bro, that band is sick. Do you know what I mean? Like, bro, it was one of them that after they came on, I'm like, I didn't even have to be on this bill. Do you know what I mean? You could have gave someone else who was an up and coming band or indie music yeah, person an opportunity, an opportunity yeah, mm. and give Dope Sick Fly the headline because them motherfuckers deserve it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, and yeah, so it's been like that, what's called for a bit. And again, I think it's because, um, excuse me, Scotland is too far behind in the, in the hip hop scene. Do you know what right. I'm saying? Like, I think this is like, what me and Matt are getting at, is yeah. that, you know, like, up until maybe the last, yeah, like the last four or five years, we've took a, a big step back. But up until that point, I would be going to a gig, I'd be going out into the city at least once a week, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. there was never anything. This is part of the thing that I'm trying to change. And I'm and like, I live life now by be the change you want to see kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. like now when I'm now in a position, it's like, yeah. If you're if you're trying to get me, you've got to bring someone else on board because um, the the scene this the the Scottish creative scene has been fucked for a long time. Does that make sense? And the sense of like, bro, my guy, why is it only people who were like I tweeted this and I got a lot of fucking stick for it? Like <laughs> like people who were like Dot Martins and strumming guitar that all is like like I'm like. If humans, if the people, like the power that be, yeah, within the Scottish creative scene, yeah, actually done the fucking job, yeah, they would realise that there's so much untapped talent in Scotland yeah, that it's disgusting. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, bro, it is fucking mad. It's like, there's so many people who are just there. And like, it's as if we get discriminated against because of the type of music we choose to make. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that pisses me off so fucking much. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, I had a guy hit me up all the last day. He wanted to promote my show. And I told him no. Like, I was like, no. And he's like, why? And I'm like, because you don't care. And he's like, what do you mean I don't care? I'm like, listen to what I'm saying. You don't care. Mm -hmm. So why am I going to give you just another payday? 
Nah. Yeah, yeah mate. Do you know what for I'm saying? For sure, for it's sure. Like, it's like, fuck you, I mean, mans, because like, you mans have been shitting on us for a minute. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, and... And no offence to everyone... No, can sell a ticket off your name. Bro, 100... Well, bro, yeah, but bro, it's only been this year, yeah, that I've actually been paid. And it was... Resonant was the first show that I got actually paid. paid for, uh, you did, you didn't need to pay yeah. to play. You so, know? so see the other t- all, the, all the other gigs, they're like, well, bro, you want paid? Here's tickets. Yeah. Go sell those tickets... You take a cut and you give us this cut. I'll tell you the most hilarious thing that's ever existed. Mm. These fuckers calling themselves promoters because yep. they promote nothing, nothing yeah. other than their venue. Like they Simple as that. that and, and I don't know if people were listening to this and maybe they don't even they don't understand. What happens when you go and see a band play is, is that each one of the bands gets, say let's just say the capacity of the venue is 400 and there's four bands. They get 100 tickets each. And if they sell 20 tickets, that goes back to the venue and then they get to keep a fraction of, of the rest yeah. of the tickets. Yeah. Some deals are different, some are better, some are worse. But, you know, like the big boys, they literally take like 80% of that ticket Bro, sale. There was, shafted, did, there was nights man. where I would be handing... 1500 quid into venues, <laughs> and me and the five guys in the band have got like two or three hundred quid between us. Mate, so we were walking into like places like Tuts 60 Honda on a Tuesday night, and there's just nobody else there. You know Dude, what I mean, <laughs> I was in a band that sold out King Tuts, and we get 350 quid, yeah, but and there was fucking five is in that band. That's yeah. not even enough to go for a night out, 100%. You know, and I think like it's important to so that people realize that when like young music. People they they basically just bend you over the fucking table and run you and see well, like that there while yeah. people are like oh, I'll promote your gig they're not promoting anything they're yeah, basically yeah, yeah. going you're going to sell a hundred tickets it's, that's yeah. going to make me four hundred yeah. quid Thank cool you very much. come Let's on in, and come yeah. on and we'll do it man yeah. and, and, it's, it's and for me yeah you go do that with anyone else but don't try that with me yeah. don't try that with Good me and you, mate. does that make sense yeah and because I, like, I, I spent years basically like narcissists yeah. at, at, at big but, promoters yeah, but bro, I've done it though like, like, listen I'll put my hand up I'm not saying that I got here and like bro Aye. I've had to do them I've had to do them graphs and all that shit like that do you know what I'm saying like I had to I but like, lessons for oh them. hell yeah bro like, you know I mean? like again the one thing that I say and like my new motto in life that or my mantra or whatever that I live by nowadays is be the change you want to see. Does that make sense? Aye. So I can't sit here and chat the most about this and then still be taking, taking exactly, the, for the back. Sure, mate. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. then that makes me a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. And, and there's one thing that I try to like, I try to be, and I'm still working towards it. I'm not perfect, but I'm, I'm trying to be as open as possible and as honest as possible that with me as a person. So it's like, what yeah. you see is what you get. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. And for me, these mans need to start putting respect on our fucking name, man. You know what absolutely. I mean? Especially like, like the Scottish rap scene. Like, like bro, for me, it's still mad. And again, no beef to Loki, for example, no beef to Steg G, no beef to any of them mans over there, but it's still mad when people still think Scottish hip hop, they still think about them mans. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what, are we not here? Like, 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 this whole scene that has been, that has been, you know, put together, like, are we not here? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then man's think that they do enough by, um, by giving like Nova Scotia the Say Awards, for example. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, okay. So now does that mean that's like, there won't be another black rapper who wins that for another like 10 years? Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, bro, what's good? I was in a meeting with one of them. Like, I'm not going to obviously name them or whatever. And I just said to them, I said, why now? And the guy was like, 
what do you mean why now? Right. And I'm like, Been here. why now? Mm-hmm. Like, like, why didn't you man start thinking about this shit three, four years ago? Why now? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, 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 you know, because of like this. And I'm like, I will tell you why now. It's because Black Lives Matter shit's happened and you man's have realized that you man's have fucked it. You man's have been fucking it for a minute. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now you just want to be seen like, look at what we do. Yeah. Fuck out of here, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's like it's like move. And and it happens in the creative scene. And that's why the type of music that I do still ain't getting nowhere. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, now I'm not gonna put it down solemnly to, to the fact that I'm black because yeah, because that's another conversation. But it's like discriminating against a genre of music. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it's like, bro, like you can't tell me that you can't find someone good enough to be fucking um, for sure. Like playing, you know, like in one of the stages in fucking transmit. You can't tell me that there isn't a rapper out here who's doing that. Yeah, for sure. You know and it must be even more frustrating. And we've spoke about this so many times that a lot of the festivals have got big problems on and inclusivity. Yeah, and like, for sure. Yeah, just yeah but, in general. But I yeah. So, so what's it called? Like I had this conversation what's called it, with one of my mentors, and um, and it was like you know. They said the, the, something that I'm, I'm not sure I completely agree with, but I can kind of see what's good where they're coming from. And it's like a case of, I wouldn't want to be booked just off the fact that I'm black. I would like to be booked because I'm good enough to be booked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, cool. But then if you still use that knowledge, like not use that what's good logic, sorry, you try to tell me that it's not... Not good enough. Yeah, then yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, right. you know but I mean? you also need to figure out whether or not it's that it's not been included because it's not good enough, or it's not been included because the, the, like you're saying, either the the origin style of the music or the color of the people's yeah. skin well, that's doing it. And man. as like, well, but for me, it just goes to show that the powers that be don't do their job properly. It's as simple as that. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you man are supposed to be out here promoting the Scottish music scene. Yeah, all facets of it. Why? Do you know what I mean? Aye. How comes a lot of man them who blow in, in the Scottish hip hop or the rap thing have now got to move down to London? Why? Because yeah. it's a recognised scene or whatever. Do you see what I'm saying? But wait, hold on. Scene. Are these man's going to tell Lewis Capaldi and the Snuts to move down to London? <laughs> yeah, that's Hell that's fucking no. They're going to promote the fucking... Yeah, do you see what I'm saying? This is great. This is number one for fucking loathing and a lockdown. See what I'm saying? But let's call it Buck though, you know. They help me them, obviously. Yeah, bro, again, like, big up them, man. I even tweeted, I'm like, the Scottish indie bands and the Scottish promoters and all that their mans know how to get behind the fucking project like like bro like their mans push that shit and they push it hard mm-hmm. do you know what i mean what's good mowgli what's good is that their name like, Mog- like mogwai yeah what's Mog- <laughs> mowgli <laughs> yeah edit that please <laughs> but like i mean look at them you know and look at the snuts look at Lewis capaldi look at all them things yeah and no one can tell me that there's not a young talent in scotland in the hip-hop scene that with the right backing and with the right nurture and everything won't be as big as them. Well, I mm-hmm. think it's really telling that, I mean, first of all, seeing a dude in an Aberdeen top yeah. rapping, I was like, actually, like, look at this, that, like, yeah, this is yeah, fucking ransom, class. Yeah. Right, it was, it's the guy's name. It was called Ransom FA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But it was like BBC One Extra. Mm-hmm. And you're like, so that that's London. Where's yeah. BBC Scotland? Like, well, bro, it's and then recently. they had that, that that wee phase where before lockdown where they were having bands on like the nine, yeah, BBC Scotland. It's like I think I think maybe again Loki was on it, no, yeah. And and what what me and Mark are saying is is that for your perspective, it just doesn't exist. Of course, you and know, bro, like I think I, that's what we're saying. Because about, like, you see BBC, you know, and, and the one thing I've got to give, 
I'm, I'm, I won't even say BBC. Like, I don't even want to chat shit about the BBC because their man's have paid me in it. So yeah, mm-hmm. BBC. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But see if it wasn't because of, I think her name's Shireen and, Fi- and Phoebe. Introducing, yeah. Oh my, bro. They bro, had a good variety. They covered like, this a This is exactly what I'm saying, music, bro. You know I mean? Them wow. man's, off the back of them man's getting their own show, that's when you started hearing people like me on the radio. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like people in my scene on the radio. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And it's, I was like, and, it. and it's why I will always pay if I if it gets to a position where I'm like really really good, I will always pay homage to those two women because yeah. because and they didn't just do it for me; they done it for the scene. Do you know I, what I mean? Like, and like, there's like, absolutely zero surprise in my mind that it's been women that's done that. <laughs> Genuinely, man, the amount of, the amount of times where it's like. Yeah. Male suicide awareness, like inclusivity, all of that shit, like trans rights awareness, it's always driven by yeah. females, yeah. and it's like, bro, and again, we need to start, we need to step up, like as see, men, you know what I mean? She's one of my hell. biggest mentors as well, Helena. Like, get Helena coming on every, and start every opportunity, bro. Every opportunity I get, I'm a, I'm a user. The same way I've got to say thanks to like Sarah and Kobe, I've got to say Helena as well because like, she did not have any reason to help me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. like, she did not fucking know me at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, we met because I'd done a podcast. And see, off the back of that, like, she's helped me so much. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, and and now I'm in a position where I, I feel privileged. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, see, when I now talk about this scene and stuff and, and being able to be in this opposition, yeah, I've worked hard for so many years and stuff, but then I am now privileged to be able to have such good mentors do you know what I mean? Yep. But then that's what makes it even more annoying because I'm like, you know, like, it shouldn't have to be like that. Does yeah. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, like, I shouldn't have to have made, you know, like, big, big choices and met up with these people to be able to do this. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so a little guy who's there making music because he doesn't have the right connects or whatever, well, he can't, that... he can't blow. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He can't get his music heard. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm trying to do now. It's like, I'm not even big. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. like, like I'm not even big. Like, I'll be honest, but I'm going to use my voice in whatever capacity I've got to yeah. shine light yeah. on what you're, the problem is. You're making is. waves as a new artist, dude. Like, you, 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 you've got the opportunity. I think you've got the opportunity to get there if you do the right thing. Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, the, the ball's in your court when it comes to this because so many people get to this point here which I think is called like the glass ceiling. Yeah. Which is like, you know, people know who you are. You're on, you're getting on the radio. Honestly, man, I've seen so many people get to this point here and take that sort of like, that's it. Job done. Yeah. And it's like, don't man, get get balls deep right into it, man. Like, you know, I've got a full EP that's ready to come out. Do you know what I'm well, saying? That's like, good to hear. Like, like, yeah, but yeah, but this is what I'm saying. See after, see the night that Satan of Lost Causes dropped, I was in the studio. And my boy was like, mate, why the fuck are you in the studio? Go celebrate. And I'm like, celebrate for what? <laughs> Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm like, I ain't done shit yet. Like, music ain't paying my bills yet. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I still man. gotta go work tomorrow. So, so what have <laughs> I got to celebrate? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and just off the back of that, you know, we've managed to record another EP. And yeah. Yeah, this EP is gonna be a madness. Like, like, like right. I would, I would just. Bro, if that you're out saying there. that after the bro, last one, I'm well, I'm bro, for just, me, you know, everyone I that it. I've I it, I've heard who have played the EP to have been like, yo, what the fuck? They're like, we thought you were great then, but fucking hell. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, it's because, like I say, this is going to sound mad insane because unfortunately, unfortunately, I've been able to go through a lot of madness 
in that short period of time. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like with becoming a dad and like breaking up with my baby moms and all that shit like that. And then being able to just channel it out on a fucking, on a six track EP, man. So what, when can we roughly I can't tell you that, I can't tell you that. No, yeah, no, I can't no. tell you that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough, it's soon, it's soon. So like, so I've got a single, I've got a single coming out on the 21st, which is like a drill thing which like is, is completely new to me. You know That's I mean? the and collaboration you were tweeting about the other day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm collaborating with, with Vagrant. So he's like an Aberdeen producer, again, who's been killing it for a minute. Like me and him have been talking since 2016 and we've only just got around to actually working. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, the drill track is mad because I don't do drill. Like drill isn't isn't me, but like it's, it's just me kind of flexing my muscle a little bit and be like, yo, if I really wanted to, I could. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? I think like, that that, see, is, is somebody that, that's been, like, obviously, like, in a creative uh, headspace and tried to be a creative and still try to do it, like, through podcasting, but gave up in the sort of music. I, I, that is something about rap that I genuinely have just got so much respect and, like, admiration, but almost like a sort of jealousy that yeah. you can, like, people can you know, like, play a beat and people will be like, let's do something with us. Like, yeah. rock music doesn't work like that. Like, yeah, I, could, I could never have been like, here, man, like, play a guitar part and just went up and just started like, singing. Yeah, like, yeah, you just yeah, can't, yeah. I could never have done it for a lack of confidence and for the fact that you just, I don't know, man, there's like a freedom. It's like, it feels like when you're watching people like freestyle, I know you've done a lot of like freestyling during yeah. lockdown. It's like an actual art form in itself. Aye. It's not the same as sitting down and working out a song and coming up with a hook. It's like stream of consciousness, like yeah, it's like a different man. place, man. And I'm so jealous, of it, man. Yeah, like, 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 I'll keep it buck. Like, see, um, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff as well that I freestyle, um, I, I'll keep it honor. Some of it is wrote down prior. Do you know I, what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, bro, and I'll keep it. Hands up, bro. I'm mm -hmm. not here to flex on nobody and yeah. be like, I'm like Eminem that can free. Yeah, some of it, I'll probably say a lot of it is wrote down, and then there's a little. You know, two two bit that I'm like, yeah. So, so, so it's like, like stand up bro, comedy maybe yeah, in that way, but it's getting pillars, it's getting like pillars, but then you get a gap for you. And bro, yeah. and I'm gonna tell you this right now. There's bare rappers out there that do that shit, but ain't got the balls to admit it. Let's just call it what it is. Isn't ah, it? Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, 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 even Eminem probably doesn't. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, it is what it is, isn't it? Like I say, I'm just trying to be as open as possible in case one day someone comes up to me and like, your Bem's freestyle for me. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, but I, think, like, I genuinely think that... But I think that that analogy, of, like watching a stand-up comic that maybe he's got his pillars where he's like I know that I need to start here and here's the middle and here's the end and, and keep it sort of without getting out of control with like what I'm what I'm doing yeah, yeah, yeah. but like going to watch like a full or like listening to a track that you've done is more like watching a sitcom yeah. where it's like you know it's been done and it's polished but As there's something about watching already. a stand-up comic that's up there and just sort of flown and you're just like, this could go... Oh, yeah, on This on, could yeah. go another way in a minute, you know? Well, but, like, yeah, but you watch somebody like sorry. Chris Rock, right? And Chris Rock talks and performs as if it's all just free flow. Yeah. So as in every single word there is, like, scripted. Because he did this show where it was London, South Africa and LA and they were cutting between yeah, the, the shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like... Boom on every single, and I mean, like to the millisecond he was yeah. on it, and you were like, mm. but then, I always thought this guy just went out and spoke. But that's you the thing. I mean, like, is the beauty of being a creative is what you can make people think yeah. and believe. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Aye, like, 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 it's as simple as that because that's what I'm saying. 
because people don't see the behind the scenes shit. Mm, yeah, so, yeah. so see when I come out and I'm like, everyone's like, oh shit, this guy's rapping. Little did they know that I've spent like ten weeks trying to master that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's how it's how you you portray it. Yeah, that's the most important thing within the creative industry. Exactly. That's the most nowadays. The most important thing is. What can I make you believe? Yeah, and I suppose like it, it, the beauty's in the eye of the beholder, and if they think that you're up there just coming up with this shit, they're going to be yeah, like, like jaw drop. Yeah, like, oh so, my god, aye, like, that, this guy that, is so cool. That's a good. That's a beautiful thing in itself that yeah. somebody could be sitting there and going, "Oh my god, this guy!" And you could be in the crowd watching an rapper go, "I know he's fucking." Yeah, this bro. Shit, you know I mean? like, like, bro, what's good? I was trying to explain this to one of my boys who was <laughs> listening to what's good to Kendrick Lamar, and I forget what song it was, and he's like. Oh my god! Like Kendrick Lamar's went like two minutes and he's not took a single breath and I'm like, Are you fucking joking me? And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, do you think that motherfucker has literally spat for two minutes without breathing? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, bruh. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, there's a thing called an engineer. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And there's a reason why that sounds like he hasn't took a breath. That motherfucker been breathing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it took, like probably took him like fifty takes to fucking do that. Do you know what I'm saying? But yeah, for sure. It's how you make it. Seen. And believe me, exactly. mate, I've edited podcasts where it's like, you know, I've took out complete conversations and made it look like a fucking seamless yeah, yeah, hour-long just chat just flown backwards and forwards and you know, they don't know is like I've got like another 45 minutes of <laughs> absolute <laughs> bullshit footage. I'm just like, get that out, get that out, get that out, you know? And be yeah. like, how, how do you just sit there and have these conversations? You're like, we don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. you know? We just make it look like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, man, we're an hour in, right? Oh, shit, really? And like, Fuck. usually we don't go for much longer than an hour. Um, and Shit, like sorry, I said, no, 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 man, again, this man, is... this is the best stuff. And like you know, like I said, I think I asked you the first question. I've no looked at my notes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you maybe get another one of the questions deleted on that list, but uh, right. there's still so, quite. A I was lot deleting there. stuff out as you answered it. Oh, right, right, okay, right, okay, 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 okay. One of the things I'm going to ask, and uh, it's uh, just as we wrap up, like yeah. this week, and you, you've touched on this week is a uh, mental health awareness week. Yeah. We've had previous guests. You were talking before about how your music changed for you know fronting about the life you were not living to the actual experience of your life is the your sort of struggles with mental health is that part of your music and what's coming next is part of what you're going to be exploring as well as like the sort of societal stuff like literally like my mental health is me and I am my mental health does mm-hmm. that make sense my music is my mental health like 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 that's why I don't really tend to make a lot of happy tunes because I am not a happy person does that make sense yeah, like, yeah. Like, like if we're just going to call it a hana and like I say the things that's happened since the Saint of Lost Causes has been fucked. Like, like I say, like finding out I'm gonna be a dad, but then breaking up with the mother of my child mm-hmm. and shit like that. Like, like, like it ain't been good. Do you no. know what I mean? I ain't good. Do you know what I mean? But that energy and that negativity that I've been feeling, I've channeled it into six tracks, mm-hmm. and the six tracks will will tell a story about about that about what what's been happening in my life for the last six months. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, and, it, and it's simple. Like, like, this is what I'm saying. That's why I'm kind of grateful for the bullshit that's happening in my life because it makes for brilliant entertainment, I guess. I think, you know what I mean? I think like, as well, and considering, like, that you know, rap is an art form, like, storytelling is, I think, one of the things that we've definitely missed in mm-hmm. recent years, like, something that I've always enjoyed about it, like, um, you know, going back to guys like you know Mike Skinner and all the rest of it where you're listening and there's like that day in the life type thing which I really enjoyed I think that's something that is 
perfect to like explore these themes with as well. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so I'm definitely looking forward to catching that. Yeah, when it happens, I mean, man. I mean, it'll be good. It'll be great. And like I say, if you relate to it, then please just pick up your phone and phone me because because that's the maddest part. Because I know I didn't write it from a place of happiness. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if you can listen to that and relate to it, I'm here. If you need a chat, do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, how much do you feel that? <clears throat> because here's the thing, right? I think it would be silly to, to think that podcasting is an art form, right? Yeah. I think, I don't know if that's maybe me just talking it down because we do it's it. It's usually just us sitting here talking shit. Uh, <laughs> here's, here's the other thing, like the amount of times that, and I, I think I can speak openly for both of you here, that either I'm not feeling it mm. or Matt's not feeling it. And then after an hour and 15 minutes, the guest leaves and we're being well, I mean, I'm here the day. I mean, what was that like when I came in? I've had a, a few ups and downs work-wise and shit, yeah. and I came into him the day like... I've been like really struggling with like white hot rage for like three days that I just can't put away. Yeah, and like see sitting down here having a blather and actually like talking away and you know having folk that we can relate to like it has made a difference. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think we'll probably watch this one back and go like Matt probably didn't really engage in conversation to like twenty five minutes in because <laughs> I was like just pure you know getting get the flow, yeah. get in, and then yeah. you know I mean like it's something that has helped me today yeah, yeah but, but I think like you, every time we do this it has this weird like believing that you're just like wow man I'm so glad that I did that and it's like a creative process and it gets you into a different state of mind it gets you out of thinking and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I just like do you feel that your music is that kind of escape for you that even getting your experiences out on the paper, like yep. it just releases yep. that, Again, you know? 100, 100 or percent because like, like I say, my mental health is sky. Like, like I'm keeping it a hundred percent. Like yeah. I'm bad. And when I'm bad, I'm bad. Do you know what I mean? So see, being able to have that outlet. Yeah. It does wonders. Do you know what I mean? And being able to do things like this, you know, like, it takes a lot for me to come here and admit that I've got bad mental health. Yeah. But um, it's, I feel like it's also very important that I do it. Absolutely. Because like I say, it's being the change that I want to see. Do you know what I'm saying? Like one of my boys fought me up the last day and asked because he wanted to go do therapy. And this is like a boy who I would never, ever, ever thought would do that. Mm-hmm. And I was so proud. Does that make sense? I was yeah. like, bro, like, like, the fact that you can even phone me and say to me, like, yo, Bems, like, shit's gone left. I need this now. I'm like, bro, I love you for that. Do you know what I'm saying? And for me, it's being able to normalise that within yes. our community. You know what I'm saying? With, within the, the hip-hop scene and, and all that shit, because... Cause Cause there's, there's a huge amount of bravado. Yeah, there's a well, huge amount well, of, like, it's literally masculinity it, about it. You but know that's what literally mean? what like, it is, though. If you, if, you, if you actually come to look at the hip-hop scene and rap scene, it, it is all about, like, my dick's bigger than yours kind of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like, yeah, bro, that's on you. Do you know what I mean? But before you can see your dick's bigger than mine, go deal with your trauma first. Do you see what I'm saying? Nice. Like, 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 Because that's what makes us human beings like like we're not just rappers we are human beings do you know what i'm saying who have feelings who who has to go home and and deal with xyz who've had to make sacrifices to be able to even be rappers you know mm-hmm. what i mean like people don't understand how expensive this shit is Aye. do you know what i'm saying and it's like people are making sacrifices to be able to go sit in the studio to put their fucking feelings on a track do you know what i mean that will probably only get like a hana streams two hana streams do you know what I mean? Because they don't have the right tools and knowledge to be able to push it out. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mentally, it's, it's fucking draining. Uh, do you yeah. know what I mean? But still we do it. 
you know what I'm saying? Still we do it. And still people don't really check on us and be like, how are you? Like, how actually are you? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and I have that conversation with a lot of my boys now. It's like, I'll phone them up like, and be like, what are you saying? They're like, oh, I've been doing this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. What are you saying? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then you get to, or to the bottom of it, you talk it out like boy to boy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, And it's just trying to just normalize that because I've noticed in myself that that's helped me a lot. Do you know what I mean? Like, like again, I... going therapy has been fucking fantastic for me and being able to accept the fact that I've got mental problems because then what that does for me is now when I'm having an episode, I can now spot it and say, okay, this, this, this has happened. And the reason that's happened is because I'm feeling like this. And see, so being able to point that out and identify that, yeah, it makes life. And say in yourself has got to be like an absolutely huge weapon in your arsenal when it comes to your music as well now. Well, yeah, 100%. Because now for me, like I say, see when you're open and, you know, like you're just you, then everything feels okay. Does that make sense? It's like when I'm walking down the street, I don't have to pretend to be somebody that I'm not. Like I don't have to wear like gold chains that I've got like cubic zirconias on them. Do you know what I mean? Like (laughs) to flex the fact that I'm rich and I've got diamonds when they're not even real diamonds. Does that make sense? Like I can dive out the house, no haircut, M4 hoodie on, like, like, because that's just me and people now understand who I am and what I stand for. And that's just me in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, man. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to wrap up there, man. That was ah, beautifully yeah. put, man. It was. See, like, listening to you, like, um, as you were saying earlier on, like, you mentioned it and I deliberately didn't want to mention it, that, like, we've done therapy together and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and yeah. just hearing you say that you knew, talk to, honestly, mate, I'm fucking choking up, man. Mm. Like, beautiful thing for you to like yeah to but say, bro, man, like, like again i didn't really want to bring it too much into it but i owe a lot to you like 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 keep it a honor yeah man like, uh, like, you owe me nothing yeah, really yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, to you i don't owe you nothing mm-hmm. but to me like you taking that time out during lockdown to be able to sit and speak to me through the worst yeah because that is the worst i've ever felt and the tools that you gave me during those time periods meant that when shit was going the way they were going with my baby moms and all that shit like that, I was somewhat prepared for it. Now, I'm not saying that it didn't hurt or it didn't have... Aye, of course. Yeah, it didn't mentally fuck me up. Yeah. Because we even... There had to be a time where I had to phone you and be like, oh shit, I actually need to talk to you. Yeah, Does yeah, that yeah. make sense? Mm-hmm. Because, but bro, shit had been left off for a minute. But then you gave me those tools to be able to help myself for a large period of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Until it got to a point where yeah. I was like, whew, nah, yeah. nah. The, the, <laughs> Paul. One of the big things that <laughs> I say to clients. You might not think men, but I'm happy to take out whatever you feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Backstage, bro. <laughs> <Yeah, they're not. laughs> Thanks. I, I got you, I got you. One of the big things that I say to people now, like, I mean, when I first uh, engaged with yourself, I was looking for experience. So like, one the one thing I want to say to you is that, thanks for opening up because yeah. without that I wouldn't have got the experience to become an actual therapist Therapy, and yeah. now I've got like, you know, like active clients and people yeah. that come and see me and one of the things that I say to them is is that look because I feel like this is a, a huge problem that people have is that you're looking at things too big and like you, you can't influence Westminster yeah. and Holyrood what you can influence is the four or five people 
that no one respects you because mm. that's really all that we can hope for. Like, if you've got more than that, you're doing something special, right? Yeah, yeah, if you're yeah, like people out there going, I respect this person, there's more than sort of like your immediate friends group. But the big thing I say to them is see if you can focus on they five people and then they focus on another yeah, five, five people, people yeah. and then that domino effect happens. Like, you could have this mammoth impact by being open and honest. And yeah. see, like, that's why I was saying, like, I'm actually like welling up a wee bit because hearing you say, I now talk to my mates. And I'm te- and he's saying to me, go to therapy, and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe you. I'm like, this actually works. I'm not yeah. just talking shit to no, you. No, no, like, no, so like, one hundred percent. Like, I, I remember, like, I remember, I told you, what's called the first conversation we had. I knew it was gonna make or break our a counseling session, in the sense of when we we had to dive into into the gutter about like my mom and all that shit like that. And I knew if I couldn't tell you about my mom. And have it open. It was pointless. Uh, pointless. Mm-hmm. It, it was pointless because then I would have kept everything back from you. You know what I mean? And I remember, like, I'm a big man. I cried, like, bro. I mean, like, snot coming out my nose. Like, like it was bad. Like, like it was one of them ones. Sore heads, like, in the shower, and I'm still crying. But that was the best relief ever because you, you two things that you you said that again still stick to me to this day was. Um, one, I don't even know if you remember saying it. Like, I said something about how you opened up wounds and you were like, bro, those wounds never healed in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Like, And I was just like, ah, oh, shit, yeah. Aye. And then you done that analogy of your emotion pot. You know the what bucket? I mean? Yeah, 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 or the bucket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think about that on a day-to-day basis. See, when things start, start pissing me off, I'm like, what's in my bucket? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. See, when I'm getting angry, I'm like, right, what is it I'm angry about that I've not actually dealt with yet? And then I'm like, okay, it's this, 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 and this. All right, okay. So that's actually not really that important. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, and it's all these practices that, again, have made me a better person. Like, and I'm not just mm-hmm. saying this because you're here. Me being here is proof of that. Because you know how bad my mental oh, health yeah, was. Oh, yeah, mate. Aye, you, aye. you know how mm, bad it was. Sure. So imagine if you didn't help me and all this shit happened with baby moms and that, who knows? Who knows yeah. where you'd be, man? Who knows? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, mate. Like, no. like, and that's why I will say that I owe you. That, I owe you for that because you have made a massive impact in my life, whether you intentionally meant it or not. See, just being able to have someone that I knew I could speak to on a weekly basis and be able to vent because I've tried to do all therapy through the NHS and and them as a dickheads. Like, like, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna just call it straight up. Aye. they're pricks. Like, like, a like, lot of the time it's about meeting the right person rather than you. the right service thank yeah, you for 100% sure. it's like, like I remember the first time I went on therapy she was like you need to stop drinking and taking drugs and I'm like well I can't because I'm mental health fuck. well if you don't do that I can't help you mentally and I'm like but if you help me mentally I'll stop doing that yes. <laughs> do you know what I mean and I just got belittled Aye. and I was just like you know what they were like you've got to go to alcohol anonymous and I was like you know what fuck this shit man Aye. do you know what I mean been See there a later. few times myself. Yeah, I was like, I was like, fuck them guys. I'm never, I'm never doing that again. And I never went back to therapy until somehow, by fucking God's chance, someone retweeted this guy onto my timeline. Do you know what I mean? Like exactly. on Twitter. You know what I mean? And now I can sit here and be like, shit, yeah, this is my mental health. This is that. This is that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's fucking so, awesome, man. And I, I mean, honestly, mate, I couldn't have asked for anything more than that, you know? Like, really. I mean, that's made my fucking 
week, month, year to hear somebody <laughs> say that to me, man. Honestly, yeah, it's true. Genuinely, man. Like, you know? um, but I listen. What a fucking conversation this has been. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Thank you so much. Man. I you know. know. I, I, we say it every time we have a good one, it's just fucking like blinked and it's over and done. Buzzing for this EP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm buzzing for this EP. I'm absolutely buzzing to hear it. Um, when <sighs> six tracks and. Hi man, like thanks very much for coming in and talking no, to us. I'm choking no. to get back out to fucking gigs again, so I'll be there like checking out the first time I can get you into and man, like that's gonna be 